step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Episode 415 of the Pancakes of Power Slam show will be featuring Kid Cash, talking about TNA, ECW, and his early wrestling upbringing break all those good things we're gonna be talking about elimination chamber two let's go DMP Nation, are you ready? Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go! 
Yeah, yeah. You already know what time it is. It's that official time. Will we take this worldwide? Let's go. Listen, listen. So now it's time to turn it up. Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up. We all up in your area like landscape. Definitely bringing you the politics. It's a mandate that you tune in. It's time to move out so we can move in and recognize that this is no illusion. I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion. It all started off in the book of Genesis when Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis. And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him, he touched his hip, but he really couldn't devour him. And from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game. So now we gotta change. Lanes. Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. It's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up. Episode 850, <laughs> episode 415, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. We are live and living live color, getting funky like a monkey, if you will, baby. Let's go. Let's have some fun tonight. As always, weekly wrestling interviews, latest news, and of course, we got some Elimination Chamber review this week. We're going to have some fun, 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 and I'm really excited about it. What's going on, PNP Nation? How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? How's it going? Uh, what is going on? Marissa is in the building. One of the PMP faithfuls. What is going on, Brian? Great to have you as always. Kyle, welcome to the show. What's going on, Brendan? How is it going tonight? So, PMP Nation, let's have some fun tonight. Uh, I've got a, the I've got an interview with uh, Kid Cash actually. And the Kid Cash interview was lengthy, and it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to play the interview um, that I had with Kid, Kid Cash actually uh, a few hours ago. So it was pretty, pretty cool. So we talked about a lot actually. We're, we talked about so much, so we're going to make it a two parter. We actually talked about his uh, breaking into the business. We also talked about his uh, TNA runs, and he had some choice words to say about that. You know, it's a PG show. I tell all my guests PG, but he slipped a few out. So he had a he has some things to say about TNA, um, and also uh, he has some really good things. On the other hand, he has some really good things to say about ECW. So, uh, so you will check that out as well. Really, really good discussion that I had with Kid Cash, and I'm about to play here in a minute. But you know, everybody who's in the PAP Nation, you know how it is. I see the live. Uh, it, the stream is uh, lit right now as a lot of people uh, joining us live. So let's have some fun for those joining uh, the pancakes and power Sam show for the first time. This is what we do. This is the 415th episode of the show. I have a wrestling interview every week, current, former WWE TNA ROH 
um and mlw i've had everybody i mean i've had over 150 guests uh this is my first time actually interviewing kid cash i i've interviewed so many people that i actually enjoy i I, i'm thankful and grateful for everybody i interview every single week uh but i i like to challenge myself and get first so kid cash is a first first ever time on the pancakes and power slam show and it was a really good time we talked afterwards really enjoyed uh the time that we talked together and again like i said we're going to have a part two we both agreed to have a part two uh it'll probably be sometime after mania uh because i'm actually booked on the show uh until like and i'm actually booked where actually i'm actually having interviews scheduled until the second week of may so uh every week uh you know we haven't missed we have listen in the 415 episodes that i've had on the pancakes and power sam show so far i made sure i do it for you i made sure to have that as a feature as a highlight on the show weekly wrestling interviews and we have not missed a single week uh since i started doing this I would have wrestling interviews like probably once to twice a month. It started to get twice a month. And then since uh, 2016, so this is the fourth straight year that I've had interviews every single week. So, and for those who, uh, <laughs> and for those uh, who, who joined in a few weeks ago, y'all saw that uh, the streak was almost compromised. Yeah. But Brian Cage, uh, former Impact World Champion Brian Cage came through when uh, Steve Blackman was in Night Court. <laughs> so, but you know, still have a great, uh, still, still cool with Steve Blackman. Uh, still, you know, still, uh, you know, have a positive relationship with him. He actually uh, did a. He actually, we actually talked to him the next day. We had a good conversation, and he actually gave y'all a um an apology message uh and said that he'll be, be on the show soon and that's y'all can actually uh check out my uh crave wrestling page for that speaking of that speaking of no shows brian guess what guess who i spoke to uh actually the same day i spoke to steve blackman <laughs> i spoke to sid America's favorite Sid. Me, actually, Sid and I had a really good conversation on the phone. We talked for a while, actually. We talked about basketball. I didn't know he was a Duke fan. I'm a huge Duke basketball fan. Didn't know he was a Duke fan. We were actually having a conversation, a really good conversation. He apologized and all that good stuff. Um, so I'm going to record an interview with him. Uh, I'm not going to uh, <laughs> run the risk again of promoting Sid live. And I'm not going to do that. So <laughs> what I am going to do is I'm going to figure out uh, a time to record again. I'm booked for the next two months uh, as far as interviews every week. Uh, so and I still got to pick up Dan Severin, too, because he wasn't he was sick and he wasn't able to come last week. He actually apologized, too, uh, and gave me a message of him uh, apologizing being sick. So interviews, uh, the anniversary show is in two weeks. Three weeks, the anniversary show, the eighth year anniversary show, the Pancakes and Power Slam show is in three weeks. And ladies and gentlemen, there are two big names that are going to be on the show live that night. Video, we're going to have fun. We're going to do Q&A. We're going to have two people live video at the same time. 
and it's going to be fun for the eighth year anniversary show. Uh, got the, we got the questions rolling in already. I love it. Marissa, what do I think of the, uh, new chamber? Um, yeah, it's okay. I mean, I guess, right. I mean, I, I mean, I really didn't get a wild bite. So, uh, the, <laughs> did he ask if he could start over? Yeah, <laughs> we, we made amends, Brian. We made amends. I told him, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a Frank person, you know, I'm a big lover of Jesus, but, uh, ain't no, but I mean, with that, um, uh, I, I am very direct. I used to be very direct, but now I used to be very direct in just a rude way, but now I'm very direct in love. So I called him and I said, Hey man, you, you, uh, uh, you no showed me twice. And, um, he's like, yeah, man, you know, I apologize. And, you know, so he was trying to figure out the system and, and how to work it and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, man. Uh, all right, we're cool. Uh, and we're going to get another interview set and schedule with, uh, with Sid. So lots of fun. All right, we got some actress questions. Uh, thank you, Gabriel, for doing it right. Ask Chris, if MVP started a faction, who should be in it? Um... Nobody, because he shouldn't start a faction. I actually like MVP, but uh, I don't see them. I don't see. I don't see a faction with MVP going anywhere. To be honest with you, um, if I mean to, to for the integrity of the question, to answer your question, to, for the integrity of the question, I would say so. Obviously, it's a heel. It's a heel stable on Raw. I would do just a bunch of, you know, here's the thing, man. I would do a bunch of people who have been buried, who, uh, like four or five people who've been buried, who want that extra, extra chance. I would, I would turn Cedric Alexander heel. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Ricochet going heel. Uh, I don't, I don't know if that'll work. Um, I would turn Cedric, Cedric heel. I would, um, do like uh you know you have someone like a mojo raleigh right but i don't even know i don't even know if that will work as far as mojo raleigh but i would definitely have cedric alexander be one of the top people in it um if there's a tag team that's out there now that needs some shine of course you have someone like a hawkins and Ryder, but eh um yeah uh that would be my first one shane welcome to the show welcome to the show you're new to the show well everybody welcome shane to the pancakes and power sam show you listen to tom clark's main event hey listen tom is a good dude man that's my that's my guy uh did you hear the rumor tampa might cancel wrestlemania due to the coronavirus outbreak so um we will talk about that actually right after the interview. Uh, Shane, every week, this is how the format of the show goes. Thank you for asking that question. Uh, every week, I, I feature in an interview on uh, on the top, off the top. I I usually do it uh, either live. I've been uh, for the past, I don't know, a year or so close to it. Um, I've been doing more live videos. Um uh, Kid Cash uh, was on today. I actually recorded, actually did a, a recorded video of him uh, today because he gets up early, early in the morning for work. Uh, so I did a video a few hours ago uh, with him and I, 
and we talked about some good stuff. So at the top of the show, I feature the interview. Uh, typically, right after I uh, ask, uh, I answer ask Chris question hashtag ask Chris, um, and then we do some headlines, three to four headlines each time, and then we do the Raw and SmackDown review, and then at the end, Shane, we have a random uh, group discussion called the Flavor of the Week, and every week we uh, I usually pick a topic um, of what to talk about. This week, Rex, we're going to talk about WrestleMania 27, and we're going to review the whole card and, and, and really discuss if it really was that bad, all right? And then after the interview, my good friend, my really, really good friend, Evan Tech Prout, co- he's the co-host of the show. He hops on, and then we have fun talking. All right, Shane? Thanks for coming on, man. Uh, st- stick through, stick tight, and I'll be uh, answering your questions if you have any more. Again, again, everybody, welcome Shane to the show. Uh, Brendan's asking, so this whole Edge and Orange story is getting better and better. So my question is, does it last longer after Mania? Well, uh, Edge has a like a fr- a very short, like he has a three year deal, so he's he'll be there for a while, but his appearances are very infrequent, like only a few a year. So, um, I'd imagine he'll culminate in Mania, and then he'll probably come around against uh, SummerSlam season. Um, I'm very hesitant to put him back in like a title picture or something like that. Um, very hesitant for that, but we'll see how far they take it. Um, all right, good stuff, y'all. Welcome to the show. It's been it's already fun, super super duper fun, fun, fun. And I'm going to try. All right. So next, uh, I'm going to go ahead and pull up the recording that I had with um, uh, earlier today with my boy Kid Cash, which is uh, super fun, super exciting. And I'm going to go ahead and um, play this uh, interview. It is uh, a bit lengthy. Um, So. Hang tight. I think that you will enjoy all of it. Um, and I will be right back after the interview. We're going to talk about some Ask Chris questions. We're going to have some fun. I really think you'll like a kick-ass interview. He had, like, again, he had a lot to say about TNA. It wasn't very positive, so I'm sure that you'll enjoy that. And he also had a really good things to say about ECW as well. So uh, it's going to be super-duper fun to watch i believe and of course keep uh uh keep commenting on the side keep having fun on the side chat and uh, i'll go ahead and uh take some of those ask chris questions and put them in my uh my bank and and answer them afterwards all right everybody this is kid cash interview and we will be i'll be right back enjoy the interview guys All right, as you can see, I am here uh, with uh, the the one and only uh, one of the the meanest, baddest cruiserweights X division uh, <laughs> that you want to that 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 has ever stepped foot into uh, professional wrestling. He's a former. Uh, help me, help me with this. I'm gonna try to guess it all as far as like major brands. Okay, so you've been a. Uh, you've been a cruiserweight champion uh, in WWE. You've been an X Division champion in uh, TNA. You were also the yes. NWA tag champs with uh, with Lance, my buddy Lance Archer, uh, Dallas yeah. at the time. 
and you were also an ECW television champion too, right? Sure was. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Kid Cash, how are you tonight? I'm great. How are you? You're good? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm fantastic. Great to have you on the show tonight, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. So it's been a while since you've actually competed in the ring, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, it has. Uh, for this, actually, believe it or not, this past weekend, I uh, I did uh, Friday and Saturday nights with uh, TNA down in Atlanta. Oh, nice. Impact nice. Factor. Yeah, nice. Impact Factor. Nice. So and you went back. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just a one-off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they're doing something, uh, I guess, uh, uh, with a guy named Moose. Moose. Uh, is, he is uh, going for King of the Mountain. They're having a, an original TNA, not Impact. It's two separate brands now, from what my understanding. Mm. Uh and they're having, you know, like a get together of some of the old uh, guys like Johnny Swinger and mm-hmm. uh, Hernandez was there, mm-hmm. uh, Sabu, Rob Van Dam, mm-hmm. um, Dreamer. I think they're pulling Sandman in there a couple of times and stuff like that. Uh, nice. But I'll be on their pay per view. Uh, I think it's uh, May, most, oh, yeah, third or fourth. I'm down to Florida for the third and the fourth for a yeah. pay per view. It's an A pay per view. Yep, they're uh, having their uh, like their old school uh, show. Um, yeah, yeah, yep. That's but yeah, a, other than that, that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so what made you? I know, I know that you're like you're 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 50 now, so you're you're away from the ring. Um, yeah, and, and uh, you know it's funny because a lot of times. People have young gimmicks. They they have young gimmicks, and you know, in hindsight, you're like, "Well, he's 50 now. He's not a kid anymore." So, <laughs> so. Well, I believe. Well, actually, I had them announce me as David Kid Cash. I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, I told them the same thing. And believe it or not, when I was in the WWE, uh, the last time, you know, I was like in my late 30s at the time, mm-hmm. and I told. You know, John Laurinaitis and I had the, the conversation. I'm like, you know, how about we drop, you know, the kid mm-hmm. and just call me Cash, you know, because everybody, you know, knows that's my name anyway. Mm-hmm. And he just didn't want to do it. He was like, no, he goes, you're a heel. And that's the heat in itself right there. Mm-hmm. So I had to keep it through there. But then when I went back to TNA after WWE, you know, everybody had just, you know, remembered me as Kid Cash. So I just kind of ran with that mm-hmm. again. Yeah. yeah, when I went back this past weekend, I, I asked him to, you know, please, you know, just call me David Kid Cash. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not a kid anymore. You <laughs> no, know, so, uh, a long, long shot. <laughs> no, sir, not a kid anymore. Yeah. So speaking as uh, a, uh, speaking of a kid, you actually started in the business late '80s, right? Was it? It was Ricky Morton that uh, gave it, gave the break, right? Originally, yeah, it was 1989. Originally, mm-hmm. uh, first match was in 1990. Mm-hmm. And I got through uh, Ricky Morton, uh, some with, uh, and, you know, lots of other people. Um, me and Ricky were very tight. So for the first five years of my career, I was with Ricky pretty much everywhere. Yeah. You know, I was either tag team partner with him mm-hmm. or getting me on the shows and people were booking me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, other, either from my talent or through him, you know. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, but I was just learned so much from everybody in the first five years. I didn't even wrestle any indie guys, really. Mm-hmm. Very few. Mm-hmm. Uh, retired, you know, legends and stuff like that. I was wrestling Greg Valentine. And, yeah. You know, my, my first match was Wahoo McDaniels. Wow. That's a legend yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that was a hard lesson for my first match. Yeah. <laughs> too. Uh, I hadn't learned Carney yet. Nobody had taught me Carney. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Old school guys, that's what they lived by. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. yeah, so he was talking to me, and I had no clue what he was saying. But he was getting <laughs> madder and madder. Yeah. And I kept doing the, the rookie thing. You know, I, I would stop what I was doing and would say, huh? <laughs> <laughs> or what? And after about the fourth what, he calmly uh, just walked me back to the turnbuckle, and he was about to chop me, and he goes, boy, he goes, if I was you, I'd blow all my air out. And wow. I asked me, went, what? You know, <laughs> dude, he chopped me so damn hard that it just completely collapsed me. Wow. I dropped him on was, Yeah, I asked him for air because he knocked the breath out of me. And uh, I remember looking up and I just saw a white pair of moccasins walking around me <laughs> in a circle. And when he got to the other side, he kicked me so hard in my liver that it actually flipped me over onto my back. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then he picks my, my, my leg up and he looks at me and he goes, uh, uh, what would I, I think like, from my, what I can remember, he's like, welcome to the business kid. And he Whoa. did a spinning pull hook, uh-huh. but when he did, he cranked it. Uh-huh. And, uh, he dislocated my ankle. Wow. And, uh, broke it, but he dislocated. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and uh, when we were in the back, uh, Ricky was just all over me, you know, because he was like, why are you letting, you know, that anybody beat your ass like that, you know? And I'm, he said, you, you know, you're a wrestler. You're a real wrestler outside mm-hmm. of this. You do it. You've been doing MMA since a little kid, mm-hmm. you know? So you could have defended yourself. And uh, I was like, well, wait a minute. You told me I had to respect the veterans. Mm. Yeah. And do what they say, and he goes, I didn't mean tell him, you know, let him kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. he walked by the door, and he didn't know that Ricky was my trainer. So, mm-hmm. he walked by the doorway, he kind of poked his head in there, and he seen me sitting up there with ice on my ankle, and the uh, paramedics, you know, popping my leg back into place. And stuff. Wow, so, oh my yeah, goodness. he was like, you know, he didn't apologize or anything, uh, he just, uh, you know, said. If I see you around, I'm going to show you some respect because he thought I would probably quit at that point, you know, mm. being my first match. I saw him six months later mm-hmm. and had learned Carney in between that time, and I wrestled him again in Richmond, Virginia mm-hmm. uh, at a fair. And yeah. uh, it was a completely different story after that, yeah. Yeah. So, so for those yeah, who don't – Guys, I was wrestling – you know, the, the bushwhackers and mm-hmm. stuff on well, the Indians, you know, I mean, I was wrestling Jerry Lawler and, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you name it. <laughs> I was wrestling all these older guys, you know? Yeah. That's huge. That's a, that's a way to definitely a good way to enter into the business. So for those who don't know, uh, of course is a PG show. So give us the PG version of Carney, uh, for, for those who don't know what Carney means. Uh, Carney's just like pig Latin, you know, what yeah. it, Everybody would honestly know it. Uh, it was kind of stolen from one of the WrestleManias by Salt and Pepper. <laughs> ah. 
Yeah, they were backstage at the WWE because they were entertainment that night and they yeah. kept hearing everybody talk, you know, chisel my middle and mm-hmm. all that other stuff, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, that's basically what it is. It's the is old, is, you know, is that just, you know, kind of stuff. And uh, they just was thought it was pretty cool. And then the next thing you know, they're, they're taking it to the rap team. <laughs> so everybody in the rap knows Carney. Carney. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how does that, so, so for those who don't know, you know, or listening, who don't know what, how Carney applies to like a wrestling match. Could you guys, you guys call the moves out, right? And then you use Carney to do that. Uh, back in the, back in my early days, mm-hmm. uh, they Carney kind of just died out completely when yeah. the, the boys were calling the match, started calling them all of the match in the dressing room. Mm. Uh, when I broke in, we didn't call the matches in the dressing room. We called them out on the, the spot. Yeah. Yeah. On the fly. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Very, very interesting. So w- w- what, around what time did you realize that, you know, no more Carney? Uh, probably right about maybe 2000. Okay. You know, wow. It, it lasted that long. I didn't even know it lasted that long. Oh, wow. Yeah. It lasted, you know, it was just depending on who you wrestled. I mean, the more younger guys than me at the time didn't yeah. practice it at all, but guys, you know, in my era, mm-hmm. uh, we all still practiced it and stuff like that. I didn't practice it, like I said, for the first, you know, year because nobody, you know, Ricky just didn't teach me that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He taught me anything else, you know, but like I said, I learned other stuff from other wrestlers and stuff too, as I went. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would hear them talk in the dressing room sometimes, you know, to mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. But I just thought they were bullshit, <laughs> you know. Um, oh. I just, I didn't know that uh, that was an actual language at the time. You know? Yeah. When we were in the ring, you know, Ricky pretty much ran the match and told mm-hmm. me, you know, kind of what to do and stuff like that. And other than that, you know, we called most of it in the ring. So I just did what I wanted to do. You yeah. Know? yeah. I was just with it, you know. Yeah. But uh, nobody really had talked about it until that one, you know, until that first match. And then, mm-hmm. you know, after that, I learned it. Wow. Um, and yeah, hard I realized a lot of people spoke it too because I wrestled, you know, the like I said, the Bushwhackers, mm-hmm. uh, the you know, Lawler. Jerry Lawler, yeah. or all you know, all these older guys back in the day, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, they were speaking it, you know, and I guess they ex- just assumed that I knew it because they didn't ask me; they just spoke it, and mm-hmm. I just you know follow along with it. You know? mm-hmm. Now, uh, as far as ECW is concerned. Uh, uh, okay, so someone introduced you to Heyman, right? Uh, Rob Van Dam. Okay. Now, how did you yeah. and RVD get close? I mean, how did y'all get a, con- a relationship for him to to recommend you to uh, Heyman? We had known each other. You know, we broke in about the same time. Okay. And uh, he was doing just met on uh, indie shows. Mm-hmm. And he doing a bunch of shows for a guy named Greg Price. Okay. Uh, in the Carolinas, mm-hmm. uh, Rob was actually living in, I think, uh, Savannah, Georgia. Okay. Yeah, and um, so we we just met and became really good friends. I mean, the first time we ever met, we just instantly clicked and you know and uh, just hung out a lot and stuff like that whenever we were at shows. And then he was going to Japan a lot mm-hmm. at the time. And then uh, one night we were in uh, God, I think it was. Uh, Goldsboro, Arkansas, uh, Goldsboro, North Carolina. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, after my match, he 
you know, I was like, dude, he goes, why are you wrestling here on the indies all the time? Why aren't you in Japan or something like that? And I was like, well, I just don't have the, you know, the up-to-date hookups because the hookups from Ricky, but then got there's this or that, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. He was yeah. like, well, I go to, I wrestle for ECW too here in the States. And I, was, and I hadn't even heard of ECW. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, we come on like late at night, you know, and all this stuff. And so, you know, we, we just talked more and more and he goes, man, he goes, it's on TV. It's a really happening new company. It's been around for a while, but it's just now getting exposure. He goes, man, you would fit in so good up there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I drove home. Uh, I drove home that same night and I when I got home, this was on a Friday night, and they were going to be in Philadelphia the next night on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I drove all the way home, and when I got home, I was unpacking my bags, and um, I turned it on the FSN channel, mm-hmm. uh, Sports South. No, it was Sports South channel. And um, there it was, you know. It was real grainy and, yeah. you know, raw <laughs> and stuff like that. I liked it right off the bat, you yeah. know. Yeah, and uh, I started watching them, and I was watching uh, Little Guido and uh, Mikey Whipwreck wrestle a match. Mm-hmm. Well, watching the match, I was like, "Well, damn, I do all of that and better," mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah. I, I called him uh, right there, and uh, he was like, "I was like, so do you think I would uh, I could get on up there?" He goes, "Dude, we're going to be in Philadelphia tomorrow. I'll introduce you to Paul Hamer." And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, oh, Philadelphia. Okay. I live in Johnson City, Tennessee, you know, mm-hmm. which is about a, I don't know, probably about a 13 hour, 14 hour drive, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, oh, damn, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. And he's like, well, he goes, it's there if you want it. He goes, we're not going to be back there for another, you know, month. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. So went back into my room, I unpacked my bag, I repacked my bag. <laughs> I got in the car and I drove all night and pretty much all morning and stuff. I, I think I realized so I got to about noon or one o'clock on Saturday. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, wow. I drove up there, napped in Rob's in Rob's room and uh, took a shower and stuff, cleaned up, went to the building and uh, I've been with Ricky, so pretty much everybody knew me. I was David Jericho back then. Hmm. And yeah. in the door, uh, Rob. Walked right over to Paul and he goes, uh, Paul, I want you to meet somebody. And when I walked up to shake his hand, he goes, David Jericho, how are you? And I was like, what? He knows me? Mm. Everybody knows you. You're Ricky's boy. You know, so. Wow. Uh, we, well, yeah, we talked for a few minutes and stuff like that. And he says, I've been, you know, hearing a lot of good things about you and stuff like that. And uh, then he looked, and he says, you got your gear? And I was like, I, yes, sir, I sure do. He goes, good, you're on in 15 minutes. Hurry up. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and I love it. I did six-man tag. Hired on the spot. <laughs> Hired on the spot. Hired on the spot. Wow. Well, congratulations. <laughs> for yeah, your it was because they, the, the crowd were smart marks. You know, they were the first real smart marks. Oh, know? for sure. Yeah. And so I had no idea. You know, I never had that point. I'd never wrestled in Philadelphia before. Mm-hmm. So I know I did, but the fans would know me up there, and mm-hmm. uh, but they did. And uh, right before, and I was still wearing the Rock and Roll Express, you know, outfit look, you know, mm-hmm. the instance, you know, you know, the bandanas and stuff like that. And uh, Tommy Dreamer stopped me at the curtain. He goes, "Listen, he goes, don't be distracted, don't get your feelings hurt, because 
everybody gets booed out of the building the first time. Mm. I was like, okay, yeah, no worries. I'm just going out here to wrestle, you know. And when the music hit, I walked out. People started chanting rock and roll. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> nice. crazy. You know? Yeah. Wow, that's and, awesome. Uh, on that night, you know, at the hotel, you know, after the show was over with, all these fans, you know, would show up and, uh, you know, we'd have a drink with them or have some dinner or something there at the hotel and fans would just pour in and everybody knew David Erico. It, it was pretty cool. It was nice. like, yeah, man, Ricky Morton's son, aren't you? <laughs> yeah well that's what we did you know we because i was young and me and ricky kind of looked a little bit alike you know uh-huh. when i first got into business and tagged with him you know he told everybody i was his son <laughs> oh wow that worked out for yeah. you <laughs> yeah so i just kind of just kept working with it you yeah. know for, yeah. for years nice what's your overall um take on just your experience in ecw because ecw was really your first big break as far as like a quote like major exposure television exposure um you yeah. end up winning the television championship there what, what's your overall you know thoughts on your experience in ecw uh best company i ever worked for oh nice uh, oh, yeah, well awesome. by far you know uh we had complete creative control of our characters mm-hmm. uh our matches there was no agents or anything like that telling mm-hmm. us what we and do uh nobody you know if, if they they would come up to you and they would stick a microphone in your face and if you could do an interview then you kept doing interviews if you couldn't then they just wouldn't bring it back you know mm. uh, <laughs> they never really scripted anything you know uh, as far as our interviews or anything you know they would just kind of give you the the gist of what they wanted to get out of it mm-hmm. and then the rest of the character and how you would do it you know yeah they it was a great company and everybody there was young and hungry and it, it was it, it challenged me more than any company i ever worked for because you had to be better you know than everybody else you know yeah. so i was out there competing with like nova and chetty and dorian and roadkill and uh mikey whipwreck you know little guido i mean just a whole list of just great talent you know yeah. talking mentioned who was there at the time poppy chulo um to Jerry, you know, mm-hmm. so it just made me step up my A game, and to me, that's the place that I, I really, uh, I guess, how you say, coming to yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's really awesome, I, man. So uh, Heyman is, you know, uh, one of the kind of long-standing uh, kind of black clouds that hovers over ECW uh, has, you know, is the. The, the, the late pay from Heyman. Did you ever experience that? <coughs> I didn't. Oh, okay. Um, I was there two different times. I was there from 95 to 96, and then I broke my leg pretty bad and had re- I replaced my knee. Mm-hmm. Then I went back in 1998, and I was there until they closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I went back in 98, he actually they actually gave me a contract. Nice. Um, so I didn't have to work by the night or anything like that, like I did the first time. But I never, uh, I, I did, every one of my paychecks came to me. You know, but I got the phone call, of course, you know, mm-hmm. telling me that the company was no more. Yeah. Um, but I, I I didn't expect any more money after that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of guys you know, evidently did. You know, they expected their contract to be, you know, fully paid out. Mm-hmm. 
you know, kind of living in the real world a little bit there. You know, I was like, well, that, <laughs> this is over with. There's no more money coming here. I got to go somewhere else now, you know. Yeah, so <clears throat> I think it was, what, 2001 when they bought them out? Uh, when WWE yeah. bought them out? Uh, yeah. And so how come, I mean, were you, were, did Vince consider you to, to transition over to WWE? Did you ever have talks? Yeah, yeah, we definitely talked. Um, uh, I actually got signed by WCW because of that. Um, I went to uh, John Laurinaitis was booking the WCW then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I he had been actually I'd been gotten probably a handful of calls before ECW even shut down mm-hmm. on WCW, and I uh, was just asking what my situation was, mm-hmm. you know. And it was about three different people, you know. And then the last one was John Laurinaitis. He called up and just said, wanted to know what my situation was. And, you know, at the time, I had no clue that anything was going on, you know. So I told him I was happy and everything was good, you know. Yeah. And uh, so a couple, I don't know, five or six months later, that's when it all went down. And then uh, whenever they did, um, so, one of the guys that I know, uh, Jason, uh, he was Jason Jet in WCW. He was Easy Money in ECW, whatever, mm-hmm. the little time he was there. But he called me up, and uh, he was like, yeah, these guys are asking what your situation is. I was like, well, I mean, there's no more company. <laughs> he goes, yeah, dude, you know, so let's, you want to talk to him. So I, I talked to John, and John said I had to get a release, you know, regardless yeah. from Paul. Paul wasn't there. He, Paul was never good at answering the phone to begin with. So it, it took me about two and a half, three months to finally get a hold of him. I had to call Tommy Dreamer and mm-hmm. say, look, man, I just want to go to work. You know, it was like whatever he feels he owes me on the contract, you know, I don't care about that. I just want to go to work. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So Paul did call me and I signed a, uh, uh, a release basically saying that, you know, any further monies that, you know, were, that he was to owe me on my contract was no avoid. And I was, I had no problem with that. Oh, so wow. I signed it, sent it back. He sent it back to me the same day, the copy. And I sent this, that same copy to John Laurinaitis. Uh, and uh, I wound up getting hired. So about three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks later, I went to a, uh, was it Thunder? Yeah. Thursday Thunder. Mm-hmm. And I wrestled uh, Jason Jett. And we had a great match. And uh, at the end of the night, I walked to the back and he gave me my next week's, you know, packet to go to Panama City. Wow. And so that was, yeah. So that was, yeah, I was going to say that was about, that was the week before the uh, the close, right? Yes, it was. Uh, I signed actually two weeks before. And then I wrestled the week, you know, before. Uh, and then uh, I got a phone. He told me he called me up uh, middle of the week and told me to just send it home, mm-hmm. and he would be getting back to me. And I was like, okay. So I was, of course, I watched the show that night and I saw what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he called me back about two weeks later, and uh, said, "Because uh, I signed a pretty good deal with him, you mm-hmm. know, we negotiated a really nice deal. Jimmy Hart helped jumped in there and helped me out a little bit on the deal. Oh, nice." And, uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty good little deal. And then he says, "Well, he goes, this is the deal. We got two companies. We got a lot of people. We want to keep you, uh, but here's the conditions. We're going to renegotiate your contract down to sixty five thousand a year, mm-hmm. and we moved to Cincinnati. 
Now, yeah. was it was it substantially higher than that? Yes. <laughs> Initially, okay. It. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was quite higher than that. Oh, and wow. uh, yeah, and uh, you know, other conditions went with it too. You know, as far as the light heavyweight division went, mm-hmm. and uh, so I was, you know, I'm a, I'm in my thirties, you know, early thirties at the time, and I'm like, hey, you know, uh, you know, I got a house, I yeah. live, you know, I'm established where I'm at, yeah. you know. I got a kid. I can't just move to Cincinnati, you know, and then John was like, you know, well, that's the condition, you know. I was like, well, how long is, will it be before I go up? And he was like, well, you know the business, you know, it could be three weeks, it could be three years, who knows. Mm. And I got to thinking about it, so I called Jimmy Hart, and uh, Jimmy was like, you know, it's really up to you, but I don't think that where you're at right now with your character and your popularity mm-hmm. that you to be disappearing from the public eye mm-hmm. and uh, not knowing if you're going to go up or not, you know, mm-hmm. you can really pull your name down. Yeah, for sure. So, so essentially you turned down a WWE deal because they were telling yeah. you to relocate and you, and you said, no, I'm not going to. Well, that, and they wasn't giving me any kind of indication, you know, what was going to happen once right. I got there. Yeah, you know, exactly. it was, I'm going to move to Cincinnati. I'm going to be in a developmental camp with a bunch of other WCW guys and yeah. then whenever you time and you find a spot then you'll call me up. Yeah, yeah, you'll just be waiting with the other WCW guys. Right. You, you know, know. they're just it could happen, it could not happen, but all along I would be off TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh I just turned it down because uh Jimmy and Hulk Hogan had pulled uh some strings and started their own company, the XWF. Mhm. So I turned that one down and then I signed with the XWF and uh, we did about eight tapings, Yeah, you know, and then uh, we did probably about eight house shows. You know, we went to Puerto Rico with Carlos Colon's group, mm-hmm. did a little angle there. And then uh, we did some stuff out in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, sh- they shut down because uh, QVC was actually sponsoring the, the money man, you know? Oh, wow. But when I signed the contract, I signed a no compete clause mm-hmm. for three years. So, oh wow, <laughs> yeah. So they came back. There's something that happened inside their company. Yeah. Uh, they had a one of their main biggest warehouses in India, and something happened with that with the government and all that stuff. So they had to take the money back because they put up like eighty. I think it was like eighty million dollars. Oh wow. And, well, evidently they took it back, and Jimmy still tried to sell the tapes, you know, to a TV network and yeah. stuff like, and yeah. try to find sponsors with Hulk Hogan. Uh, but for three years, you know, regardless, I got a weekly paycheck for. Oh, well, that that, that was good. <laughs> for three years straight, I got uh, a nice little paycheck, and then uh, within a couple of months of that ending. Uh, the money kept coming, but the company ended and uh, went to TNA there at that point. I must have been the breeziest three years of your life, huh? Yeah, I got. Uh, I was getting paid from the QVC for to doing for doing absolutely nothing, <laughs> uh, and uh, then I was also getting paid from TNA as well. So. Oh, wow, that's great. <laughs> that worked out pretty good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so I'm not going to keep you too much longer. There's there's a lot that. And this is really the first time we've, we've discussed your wrestling career, you know, and yeah. uh, I'm really interested to know because you've been in the business for, you know, 30 years. 
So, yeah. you know, so there's there's so much to talk about with you with your wrestling career. A couple things on TNA and a couple things on WWE. Hopefully I can have you back uh, again soon, man. So, yeah, uh, yeah cool. So uh, just a couple things uh, on TNA. Just um, we'll, we'll get into more detail. You know, if you come back on the show again, uh, most likely when you come back on the show again. Um, I, I'm just interested in your... Because I think it was what, like 05 around the time you came to TNA? 05 no, or 06 time? I the in, uh, just right, right at the end of 01, uh, first part of 02. And then okay. I stayed there till, yeah, I stayed there till 05. Went to, and I went, that's when I went to the WWE Pitbulls. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you went to, you did the Cruiserweight stuff, you did the Pitbulls, the Dallas yeah. and the NWA because they weren't even merged. They, they, they were still in NWA territory. Because that's when yeah. I remember you. Uh, I remember all of your TNA run. Well, your yeah, your TNA run, and it was still NWA TNA, and uh, the the, uh, the 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 old one, the O2 time. Because I think they started in O2. I think that was their debut year. It was O2, yeah. uh, if I'm not mistaken. Because I think them and ROH started the same year, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, so that was when you and Lance or Dallas at the time. That's when y'all were teaming up, and you were feuding with Dusty at the time too, weren't you? you yeah, matches with yeah. Dusty. Yeah, I, I wrestled Dusty. Yeah, I wrestled. Uh, uh, gosh, a couple of those guys, Harley Race. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a uh, Dustin Rhodes, uh, yeah, a lot of those guys. Yeah. But actually, me and Abyss won the tag titles first. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they won the Dallas won them again. Yeah, yeah. So two time yeah. champ. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. What what was your? Because uh, that was when uh, was it Russo that was that had the the book at yeah. that time um and uh, around 02 around the beginning of tna so that was the sex and all of that you know the the, the stable and, and all that and all that stuff and um that was when uh today and uh don west was uh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah how, how was how was that because you end up being in tna like three or four times right like three or four different times yeah uh it was always a rocky road with those guys. Uh, okay. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know. They uh, they just had different views of, uh, I guess, my career than I did. You know, mm-hmm. so it was always a struggle, mm-hmm. and you know, the money became an issue. You know, and stuff. They were, you know, my they they had me, you know, coming in there with a name and popularity and stuff, and then they wanted to, and I understand they wanted to build their own stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, guys like AJ Styles, I, you know, I was like one of his first big angles, you yeah. know, we had the, uh, you know, the falls count anywhere in the building and all that stuff and mm-hmm. came off the couch with the tables and yeah. fought into the crowds and, you know, and I put them over night in and night out, you know, and it was like, what's the point of having an angle? If yeah. you're going to be putting the guy over every yeah. single match, yeah, you know, we <laughs> And then they started trying to do it with other people, you know, and then come to, you know, guys like James Storm and Chris Harris, who had, nobody had ever heard of, period, you mm-hmm. know, you know, getting bigger paychecks than me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'd been asking for a raise because the first year was for a certain amount of money mm-hmm. uh, because they were just getting started and they were only doing Wednesday night pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Well, the, I only signed for a year at that point, but then they, what it was is, 
if they in the contract if they pulled out any type of merchandise on you mm-hmm. uh they had the the right to roll you over on your contract so after the first year i was ready to leave i was mm-hmm. going to go to japan and then i was also talking to wwe again as well and uh so i had been pretty much set my sights on leaving at the end of the year well when my contract was up they called me up and told me that they rolled me over and, oh wow uh, yeah so i was like well you know, I want to race. That's just flat out. If you're going to pay these kids and then you're going to have, you know, have me get them over. Right. Uh, Cause that's how James storm and, you know, Chris Harris got over. They were wrestling me in abyss, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get just, we were getting beat every day and night, just like we was before with AJ, you know, and, and the other guys and stuff. So that was the condition. I told him, I said, well, if you're going to, you know, kill my career by making me a jobber, then I want more money. Yeah. For sure. So they always thought, oh, it's not in the budget, it's not in the budget, and all this other stuff. So they give me a little bit of money, and it wasn't anything to even to be, you know, it, it was pretty insulting, I thought. You know, mm. but now, was, was that a was that a uh, Dixie was Dixie around uh, real heavy at that time or no? Not at that time. Um, okay. She didn't really come around to the for me, you know, until the second time I went back to TNA. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, Jared I mean, was mostly in the first time, right? Yeah, it was Jerry, Jarrett, and uh, no, Dixie came in at the very end of that. That's right, she mm-hmm. did because that's when we started going down to Florida. Okay, yeah. And, uh, right before I left, we started going down to Florida, and uh, she had just became a part of it. So, oh, wow. But, yeah, and, uh, and just the whole thing with the way it was being run and stuff—it was just disturbing. You know, they were. Dixie had absolutely no idea about wrestling or anything, mm-hmm. you know. And if you looked her up on the internet at the time, it would show you that she already had like four different failing companies. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Her dad, yeah, her dad gave her, you know, some money and said, "Hey, here's her wrestling organization." You know, mm-hmm. I mean. Now I did know that good. you know Panda Energy, you know, gave her, uh, you know, her dad gave her gave her money, but I didn't know she had an unsuccessful uh, <laughs> failing. Co- I mean, unsuccessful companies. Uh, oh, she had like four of them. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, and four that, of them. It pops. It pops. Keep giving her the money. <laughs> oh yeah, the guy's a multi multi billionaire. You know. Yeah. Does whatever she wanted, you know. But and you know, just the way they ran the company, you know, she started putting her ideas in that were absolutely just ridiculous. And, <laughs> you know, it was just stunned. I was stunned that people like Jeff Jarrett was like, okay, sure. Yeah. Whatever you want, Dixie, you know, before we go, just- uh, before we go, give me at least one of the just kookiest, just zaniest, ridiculous ideas that you remember from Dixie Carter. Dixie Carter. Um, uh, well, my, my whole thing was her wanting to be the next Vince McMahon. Okay. Uh, she started putting herself out there on the TV yeah, and then okay. she even made action figures herself because we started getting the action figures out. Mm-hmm. Well, they had one made of her, you know, <laughs> it was like, what are you, you're ridiculous. Anytime you're on camera, you look like you're a fish out of water, you know, you're not good at what you're doing. Well, you know, why are you even being a part of this? Yeah. You know I mean? was ridiculous yeah. and then she once she did that she just became like hulk hogan didn't want to leave <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah very interesting well we're going to uh cut it from there we're going to do a part two uh real soon where we're going to get uh we'll dive into your wwe career is that is that cool yeah. 
Absolutely, man. Awesome. Where can people find you on social media or if you do social media or, or what what are you how do you how can um, people contact you? I'm on Twitter, uh, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. What's your Twitter handle? Uh David Kid Cash. The same thing with uh with Instagram? Yes. Okay, great. Awesome. It's been a pleasure, my, my buddy. Uh you, well, you have a great night and uh thanks for coming on the show, man. It's been fun. Man, anytime, buddy. All right, have a good night. All right, take care. Bye. All right, that was fun. That was cool. I appreciate everybody staying through and uh sticking to it. I hope everybody enjoyed the Kid Cash interview. Uh, he, he was a, he was a tough guy, man. He was one of the toughest guys. I'm really interested in, in diving into the WWE part as well. Um, because I think there's a lot of things I want to talk to him about with the WWE, especially the pit bulls. They, they, they were pushing them and then they stopped pushing them and, uh, you know, why he got released in WWE. So there's a lot that I want to chat with him. Uh, that would have went another hour. So, <laughs> so I decided to cut it, uh, with the, uh, everything that led up to WWE, and then next we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about WWE. So, all right, EMP Nation, let's have some fun. Hashtag Ask Chris for any of the questions. We're about to jump into the headlines. My boy Evan Tech Prouts about to hop on, about to do this. We got a few headlines. We got a couple headlines, and then we're gonna talk about Elimination Chamber once again. The flavor of the week this week, and we're gonna talk about. WrestleMania 27. Was WrestleMania 27 that bad? Was it that bad? We'll talk about it. Ask Chris, says Elvis, any update on Scott Steiner? Nobody's firing Scott Steiner. For those who don't know, there was a taping that he uh, was a part of, and uh, he collapsed, had some heart issues, and to find out, had some heart issues. Uh, some heart heart issues um and i think that he had to go i I think he had to do like emergency surgery or something like that um let me find out um so as of two days ago wife said he'll make a full recovery um yeah so full recovery um yeah, so that's that's the latest. That is the latest as of a couple of yeah, he stopped breathing, collapsed backstage, um, you know, during an impact taping. So according to his wife, he'll be good to go. So let's see. Um it is hard to be shocked yeah so that's what it was it's hard to be shocked wife krista said we appreciate all the well wishes thoughts and prayers he will make 100 percent recovery um krista posted that on twitter on the 7th of march so that was uh, <clears throat> a few days ago so 100 percent recovery so yeah so every so as of the 7th uh, that's what it seemed like uh that's where we are Full recovery. All right. Um, let me tackle a few of these uh, companies' ask first questions um, before I bring on my man, Evan Tech Prout. Uh, Alma, welcome back to the show, Alma. 
Uh, update on Killer Tim Brooks and what's the deal with AJ and Undertaker? Um, AJ and Undertaker. Um, WrestleMania. Um, match between them two. Uh, yeah, Killer Tim Brooks. You know, I know that he was. Um, I know that he was in the hospital too. Um, let's see what the deal is with him. Yeah, he entered hospice last week. Um, yeah, so it seems like he still may be in the hospital as of last week. Um, yeah, that's what it seems like. That's what the that's what the latest is. <clears throat> still in the hospital. I haven't seen anything anything other than last week's uh update was well, he was in the hospital. So um nothing new as far as I know, as far as I can see. Um Kyle, what do you think? I believe they're gonna do with Jeff Hardy on SmackDown. He's gonna job to somebody. No. <laughs> um you know, they shut down uh, Broken Matt Hardy coming back. Uh, so they'll probably shut down, you know, uh, oh, gosh, what was his name? Itchweed or Willow the Wisp or any 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 of those other, you know, alter egos of, of Jeff Hardy. Honestly, I mean, they'll probably just give him a big, hey, I'm back type of thing. I really don't see anything else. I mean, um, I mean, you have, you know, Sammy winning their kind of championship, but I think that's just going to lead to Braun winning it back at WrestleMania. So that's out the picture. Um, he said he <laughs> funny because I looked, uh, I watched the Q and a that he had after backstage he actually wants to team up with our truth. <laughs> so, but they're on separate brands. Um, yeah, I mean, really, there's not much much left to do with Jeff. I mean, I like Jeff Hardy. He's 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 pretty dope. But um it doesn't it just doesn't seem like there's too much to go with him. Uh what I think about Brady's quarterback of Titans. I think I've said it before. I am sold on it. Do it, do it, do it now. <laughs> uh, I'm all for it. If it's just one year, I'm cool with it. I am totally fine with just one year. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, he's going to build our franchise. Uh, let him, you know, let him kind of spend this year. I mean, you know, I put him in. I'll give him some reps too, honestly. Um, but yeah, I'll totally be cool with it. <clears throat> All right, real quick. Uh, with superstars, superstars, can I see have a Drew McIntyre type of career resurgence to leave WWE? Good question, Gabriel. I really like that question. Uh, Cedric ish. I think Ricochet definitely would. Um, definitely Ricochet. Uh, I can imagine him being a top guy somewhere. Uh, that would be my number one. Uh, Robbie, heavy machinery should have won SmackDown titles. I thought they performed well, deserved the titles of that match. Always put his body on line. No, because they're leading up to Otis versus Ziggler. And this, and, and Elimination Chamber, we'll, Evan and I will talk about it as a whole.
but I think that that was a really good story with that that formulated out of that. I think that was good. Um, I think that it was a good way to continue that story. So I was I was a fan of that. Uh, your comment about Shane. I think I did, Brian. I think you said something about Shane and AEW. Reiterate that and um, and 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 refresh my memory on that. All right, last before I bring on Evan, uh, what I think about Sammy winning the Intercontinental Championship. We will be talking about that. As a matter of fact, we will now. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let me bring on the co-host with the most, Evan Tuck. How are you tonight, sir? Doing all right, man. Did I just see a Tom Brady? Did I just see a Tom Brady comment? Yes, yes. You know what? And as much as I don't like Tom Brady because he's a Michigan guy, but, but... I will be on board with him joining the, uh, you know, it's it's one of those, are you, oh, no, are you going to, you know, um, I'll be I'll be cool with him jumping on board with the Titans for one year, man, and and uh, giving us a, a championship, a, a Super Bowl. I, I'd, I'd be cool with it, so totally. He's not going to Tennessee. Well, it's been it's been a big talk. I think I think he, he should stay with New England, honestly. But, but but here's but here's the thing. Here's the thing. From this, these are the things that I've heard. I've heard that him and uh, uh, Bill Belichick, they've never had the best uh, you know relationship, um, mm. and they would bump heads a few times. And plus, you know. Uh, uh, Brady played with Mike Vrabel in the Patriots, who's now the coach of yeah. the Titans. Uh-huh. So I think he'd have a whole bunch of leeway and lot. He'd be like a general. He'd be, he'd have he'd he'll have like a leadership role when it comes to. I mean, he he had that with New England, but I think he'll have more access to to really be a general, yeah. like uh, in New England since he'll, he used to play with Vrabel. So. It could work either way. I mean, if I was Brady, I'd. Soak up all the money I can get with New England and pay for another two years. You got six Super Bowls. You don't have to have a great relationship with your coach. I mean, look at Chuck Noll and, and Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, Terry Bradshaw. Look at, yeah. the best. Look at uh, uh, Mike Dicka and um, my man, um, McMahon. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't see Brady going to Tennessee, uh, but it'll be cool. Um, Oh, you just uh went out of sound. What about now? Oh, yep, I can hear you now. You're good. Okay, so we'll see what happens with it. I mean, either way, it'll be some good stuff. And... Yeah, yeah. And they're trying to recover, man. The chamber was whack. <clears throat> raw, raw was whack. AEW <laughs> dark was uh creepy and 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 good, and then trying to stay abreast. So we'll um. Definitely. Ah, yeah. Shane says, I heard a rumor that Tom Brady enrolled his kids in a Nashville school. Yeah. Oh, something brewing in Nashville. Ah, yeah. That is is true. Something brewing in Nashville, brother. Yeah. Here's the question. If there is so, and I know for a fact, Tom Brady just bought a house. Oh, yeah. And he's buying a house in LA. Hmm. Interesting. So 
We'll see. We ain't going to the Chargers. He's talking about him even going to the 49ers. <clears throat> Fans, you may be wondering why are we talking about football because, I mean, what we're talking about. You said some. You said talk about football. Said it again. What you said to that? Oh, I said I know people saying why we talking about football, but what really has been that much exciting uh, for the past week of wrestling? No, nothing. Not really much. <laughs> Robbie Tennessee, Tennessee, take me to another place. Take me to What's another up, place. Like that. <laughs> That's funny. I like it. That's funny. I like Tennessee. I like them back when they were there. Houston Oilers. The, the Houston Oilers. That's Warren right. Absolutely. Yeah. I started liking them in 96. That was when uh, I like them. transitioning from the Oilers to the Titans. When but, and I became a I became a Tennessee Titans fan after because everybody knows I am the one of the biggest Ohio State fans, a huge Ohio State fan. Mm-hmm. Eddie George went to Ohio, went from Ohio State mm-hmm. to Tennessee 1996. And that's when I started to become a Tennessee Titans fan. So I've been a Tennessee Titans fan now for 24 years. Yeah. That's great. And I remember when Eddie George got pasted in the mouth by Ray Lewis. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. And I like like Eddie George, man. Yes. Actually, we actually ate at the grill. in Tennessee. Yeah. Eddie Uh, George Grill. Eddie uh, Eddie George Grill. Mm -hmm. And it's another place that. All the Titans go to in uh, Tennessee. I- I'll send you the picture. Okay. I mean, yeah, we have an Eddie George Grill here in Ohio. I mean, of course, yeah. you know, near. It was, near a, was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. know, my, my my Ravens will win the AFC North Championship for three straight years in a row, and the Titans will probably be could go for the division against the Texans. We'll see. Maybe a wild card, but if Brady don't go, I'm telling you, the Titans will be like the Jaguars was two years ago when he got high. Because uh, good old um, uh, good old Henry, yeah, good old yep. Henry, you're gonna get stopped. I like him. Tannehill was good. I'm happy. I remember Tannehill when he played for the Dolphins. Remember that? Yeah, from Miami. Yeah. Miami. So uh, I like Tennessee, man. Then, uh, yeah, I'm not a big. You know, it's funny because I can't stand Alabama either as an Ohio State fan. But I love Derrick Henry. You know, it's uh, you know, he's a, as a Titan. You know, it's a, it's turning over a new leaf as a Titan. Yeah, and yeah. like. The Alabama Crimson Tide can't stand them. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> somebody said, What's that? Uh, Wilf said, Talk wrestling to me. What really has happened that's really exciting? You talk about wrestling, Randy Savage, right? You know, uh, we could talk about wrestling. wrestling. Uh, <laughs> no, my, my favorite Randy Savage is uh, no, wait, is Marissa turning heel? Did oh, I, oh, did Marissa, I, no, oh, no. Did I, did I, Marissa, I, I know, hope you're not going to the dark side. Hope you're not wait, getting hit by Lexi. Yeah, hey, Lexi, yeah. Hey, Marissa. <laughs> okay, Lexi. can we get back to wrestling? I remember speaking of wrestling, the ugliest match, and I'm going to include football. Mm-hmm. One of the ugliest matches, Kevin Green against Mongo and Michael. Oh, man, that was terrible. That was horrible. Oh. So you got a little, you got a little savage that yeah. and nitro and uh, oh. your boy, your that boy Scotty so Norton. Bad, man. <laughs> was bad. That was so bad. And oh, then they tried man. to, and then they try to have them be affiliated <laughs> with the Horsemen. It takes like, <laughs> That was so bad. That was so terrible, man. Oh man, that was so bad. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's get into uh, talking wrestling. Obviously, PNP Nation aren't football fans. <laughs> <laughs> no. You want to talk about baseball? Because I can talk about baseball. I could be worse. 
Yeah, right. I'm a baseball fan. Yep, uh, you and I both. All right, so uh, let's jump right into it. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna. Uh, you know what time it is. <clears throat> you know what time it is. So let's uh, let's jump right into it. I'm sure somebody can finish it off for me. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. Headlines. Here we go. All right, so let's jump right into the Elimination Chamber review. So, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. You know, real, real <sighs> quick, man, I, I really don't want to spend too much time <laughs> with this. <laughs> with, with, with a little bit we can be like church. We can just do a summary like Sunday school. Yeah, like, I mean, I really thought it was just a man pay-per-view. Like, I really give it like a C. Oh, Really, I mean, I just to me, there was nothing about uh, Elimination Chamber that was necessary. You know, you knew it was going to be Shannon Baszler. Um, you knew, I knew, I think the writing was on the wall as far as Miz and Morrison retaining. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, it, again, it was just nothing that was necessary. It was just okay. It was just <clears throat> meh. It's just nothing. I mean, yeah, okay, perhaps it made Baszler look more dominant, perhaps. But you know, I I, I, think, I think you shouldn't have done that at the at the expense of Oscar, though. Especially, yeah. especially if they're still trying, because right now the rumor is a triple threat tag match, the women's tag match, uh, Kabuki Warriors versus. Um, uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross against uh, right. against uh, Natalia and Beth Phoenix. So, um, eh, I mean, yeah, you, you don't. And the thing is, you don't want to you don't want to make Oscar look weak in any stretch because I think there's money. There's a ton of money in Baszler versus Oscar on the main roster. I mean, those were the, yeah. those were the two most dominant people in in the history of NXT as far as the women's division, yeah. and I think there's a lot of money on the table because if you don't do Rousey and Baszler, which I think would be super dope at SummerSlam, I think Oscar Baszler would be pretty good too. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to <clears throat> make Oscar look weak like that. But nah, overall, it's... overall, I just, I just really think, I mean, I think there was some good spots uh, in the botches. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good spots in attack match, but there were a ton of botches. I mean, a ton of botches. It's... And women's match too. There was, it was a botch. I don't, from the city. It, I don't even know why the women's match made a vintage. It just was, it was. Yeah. And, it was and, and, and as a teaser, uh, as, a, as a teaser for the flavor of the week that's coming up later in the show, that was probably one of the last times since the Flavor of the Week, which well, I'm not going to spoil yet. When I was there, that main event felt as empty as this one. <laughs> this was like this is some, some elimination chamber. Drew got Drew got go Golik got Drew Golak. Golak right? and Brian. That, that match was really good. Golak and Brian. Golak and Brian was good. Yeah, it was. Is Morrison retained? Uh, Sami Zayn won the IC title. Who cares? And the women's match yeah. was a slumber party. 
Yeah. Other than that, what really happened? I mean, you, <clears throat> Shana, Shana Baszler comes in L. We call it an L. She done L'd everybody out. Mm-hmm. And, and and uh, shout out to a buddy of mine who was who's a basic wrestling fan, and he told me, and I think about it. He said, "Why are you gonna have a match when like ninety percent of the people we don't care about? Liv Morgan, the Riot Squad. Yeah, come on. And then it seemed like it took like eighty years." For Oscar to come out the pod. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it seemed like it was longer when Liv Morgan was about to come out. Right. It just seems like she was just waiting there looking at her and Liv Morgan was like breathing heavily. Right, exactly. It is. Yeah. And and, and to me, in my opinion, I just don't think Shane is really, I just don't, I like her in NXT. I just don't think she's really transitioning well. She's just, for some reason, just isn't clicking for me on the main roster. And there's nothing against her. I, she just isn't clicking. Like you, you need a Heyman, you need a manager, or just you just allow people out. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent. There's yeah. just something that's just not there not for clicking. me when it comes to Baszler. It's just, um, right. I think I loved her in NXT. I think it was fantastic because you don't really have to have a ton of charisma when it, it, it is like NXT. NXT still has an indie style right. feel to it. So you right. don't have to. It's it's not like a big stage feel to it. It's still in full sale and stuff like that. So it's not like a big stage. Like it is. It's not like sports entertainment. You know, like when it comes to the uh, NXT. But with with Raw, with the main roster, I mean, you got it's a sports entertainment feel to it, and yeah. there's just something about Baszler to me that just does not click charisma wise. Yeah. Now, if she had a stick person, I think that is that I was saying yeah, she needs a manager yeah, for sure. Um, you know, perhaps bring Paige back or something like that to 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 manage yeah, her or something I mean, like yeah. that. You know, um, or um, I don't know. Well, I mean, just don't, I don't talk know. at all. Who else? Just would? don't talk. Just don't. They're gonna talk make her talk, though. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I really don't know who else would. I mean, your boy Abraham Washington would be pretty. Yeah, dope. he could. I mean, yeah, or really, or MVP could be. You know, yeah, somebody just said that. Shane. Yeah, yeah. Shane, yes, yeah, Shane. Yep, yep. Uh, well, uh, Shane said Street, Street Profits. No, I wouldn't have them be the manager for the Street Profits because Street Profits are really good baby faces right now. I'm all, I'm all for that. Um, but yeah, it's just I agree with you. This is something not clicking. Sammy winning. I mean, this is his first championship, so part of me was like, okay, finally, well deserved, long overdue. This first time, finally, Sammy Zayn winning a single championship. But I'm just I'm not feeling this. It was a it I'm, was I'm, a handicap match. Yeah. So well, Sammy I mean, winning. it makes sense because Braun. You know, like it took it took three people to beat Braun Strowman. I get it. But at the same time, and, and you know, he's so, a heel, so he's supposed to do heelish things. But it's just, again, cared. there's just he something about this gimmick that's just not clicking with me. Ron Showman, we've not cared about him since he feed him with Reigns, and he felt like literally unstoppable, <laughs> like freezer from I'm Dragon Ball. With you. When he, and, and I said, I said this on this show a year and a half ago, and on my show, I said, once Strowman, the more he started to talk. The worst he was going to get, <laughs> and what happens? Catch these hands is cool. When he was just like incredible, hawk talking like very little bit, he was cool. Yeah. No, he's talking. He's having full sentences. He's laughing and smiling. He's the tag yeah. champ from like a little four kid. What really helped? What really hurt him was 
what that little like short alliance with the uh Ziggler and McIntyre, remember, oh, remember those three? Uh, yeah, and he yeah. was the one talking. I remember they came <clears> to Columbus, I remember they came on Raw uh, uh one week, and yeah. when they when they were making that um uh when they were doing that stable. I'm like, okay, well, it makes sense if Ziggler's the one talking because he's the smallest yeah, he one. Right. You want to protect exactly. the big man and Strowman and McIntyre. But Strowman was the one talking out of the three of them. I said, wait a minute, this yeah. is weird. That you should not have Strowman be the one talking okay. out of the three of them. It just didn't yeah. make any sense at all. And hey, I, yo, I, mean, I, I still got some stock in Braun Strowman. I still think that there's a lot left in him. I wouldn't yeah. turn him heel or do something stupid like that. I think that there's a lot of stock left in him. It's just that, uh, I mean, again, WWE has done a really bad job with really keeping the stock up with Strowman. What really hurt him was the constant losses of the championship. Like he just yeah, kept he going losing. for the championship and losing and going and losing, going and losing. I think there was like six or seven times I counted in the past like two years that he was uh, going yeah. for the for the title and oh. lost. So and, yeah. and then don't forget he lost. He also lost to Baby Powder and Bobby Lashley because he had a few. Yeah. Remember that? That's terrible. Yeah, that was his bet. Um, old Shane, uh, Shane Odom said, Well, hurt Braun is when he tagged with Alexa Bliss. Actually, I disagree. That actually helped him. That was doing the mixed match challenge, mixed so match, yeah, that's not really that wasn't Shane like what you call canon, it didn't have anything to do with the current story, yeah, it was right? Something fun, and that actually really helped him as far as having a personality that was cool. Yeah. Uh, helped Alexa Bliss as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, this this Braun is just he's a beast, he's he's. But once again, like we have not seen Lashley against Brock. Brock just doesn't like Strowman. That's what we've never seen a program with him. Yeah. He had that one match that was it. And then um Yeah, when Brock did the stiff, he did the potato. And I was there. I yeah. was right there in the yeah. second row. Wow. And then not so and uh, Chamber was just bad. I, I I've seen WCW Nitros in 2001 and in 1995. <laughs> and I've seen, I've seen Monday Night Raws that was in 1994 that when it was one hour <clears throat> and that was better than just Elimination Chamber. It just was horrible. <laughs> it, it was just bad. I mean, we yeah. talked each other doing it. We were laughing. Yeah. And like I said, it wasn't the worst thing. It just was like, it was just there. I mean, it was just it was there. It was just not like again, it was unnecessary. That's the that's right. the biggest thing. That like that's my biggest. If I would if I would explain elimination chamber in one word, it would be unnecessary. And that's and that's exactly how I felt about the pay-per-view. I was watching the pay-per-view, it wasn't terrible. I mean, there were good spots to it. I mean, there were good spots in both chamber matches. Uh well not necessarily women's the women's was wasn't very good at all, but the the males there was definitely some good spots. Crowd was was dead a lot, uh, and that's 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 weird coming from a DC crowd that you know they were dead that they made the night boring a lot uh, because you know uh, the beginning of the like you had Usos and New Day going against each other and the crowd just wasn't really into it and that's those are the two best teams of the decade yeah. you know of the last yeah. decade the Usos and, and New Day. So, and then they were trying to, and there was a few botches there too, and just waiting for like, uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was waiting for Lince, just kept letting, and Otis kept looking up, looking up, and it's just like, 
it was just a bunch of botches and uh you know just really didn't work out too well yeah it was just really it was just eh. i mean gulak and brian was really good i'm glad that gulak you know made a paper got a pay-per-view spot that's cool right i mean you know it's a silver lining type of feel to it but still it was just it was just man it was really again it was just really unnecessary so City in Tampa to meet this week on whether to postpone WrestleMania events. Now, this is huge. Uh, I believe Thursday is when they're supposed to be meeting up. And essentially, uh, from what I heard and and, and what's going on uh, around right now, like WrestleMania, the event will not be canceled unless Vince is forced to cancel it, like unless Tampa's shutting it down. And saying you can't have it here, and but the thing is, you know, there's, I mean, that that's millions of dollars on the table. You're hurting yeah, Raymond yeah. James. You're you're hurting Raymond James Stadium. You're hurting uh, Vince the McMahon of WWE. Academy of Florida. The most lucrative, other than Super Showdown, and that's, I mean, as far as American, this is the most lucrative event of the year, hands down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. You, you just, I mean, there's just so much at risk, you know, to, to do that. I mean, here's my thing. Look, you know, you have a no contact clause with WWE now because of coronavirus. Wash your hands. You know, I was, you know, it's funny because I was looking up, uh, I was doing some study on Corona and they said, you know, two to 14, uh, two to 14 days after contact. It usually spreads within six feet of being each other, but it was like, even like, the center for disease control is being vague about it. You know what I mean? Like there's so much ambiguity toward, you know, the Corona and there's so many like theories going on. Like it's like angel guards even said it was fake. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, <laughs> wait a minute. I don't know about that. There's reported deaths, you know, you got to respect that, but it's like, yeah, you know, are, you know, is it just seems like, uh, and I've talked to people about this before. It just seems like with election season, it just seems like there's a new thing every election season. You know every I mean? thrax and you, know, and so, and again, let's respect the people who unfortunately were victims of the coronavirus. You know, based on these reports, if you know, based on the authenticity of what we've seen reported so far. Um, you know, based on that, you know, of course, we respect, you know, the lives and the families lost uh, from 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 those who fell victim to it, for sure. Um, I do think that uh, there are some precautions that can be taken. And I do think that essentially you're missing out on a lot of stuff. I know that uh, OSU campus is closing uh, uh, the open auditorium lectures for the next three weeks. So that's so yeah. there, because because there was a case that uh, hit up north in Cuyahoga County, uh, that's North Ohio near uh, around Cleveland area. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it's 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 legit. I mean, from from what the, the what the reports are saying, but at the same time, you know, I think um, at the end of the day, yes, you will um, have a you know hundreds of thousands. Of people. I mean, you you have at least a hundred thousand people. Um, uh, at least hundred thousand people in one spot around the weekend. There's be there'll definitely be a lot of germs, you know, within, you know, a lot of food being purchased, a lot of food being made. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, I would, I, I would say 
that there definitely should be some precautionary precautionary measures, even from a day to day right. basis from anybody yeah. bring you some rubbing alcohol from what I studied. Uh, it's good to have contact within. It's, it's good to be sanitized within 10 seconds of this uh, thinking you may have contact. There's uh, shortness of breath, coughing and things like that are some symptoms. But I mean, th- those aren't systems that are really different from anything anything else as far as uh, viruses and things like that. Um, so I look, I, I think I probably will most likely, you know, it said be sure that the alcohol is 60 percent or higher, you know, that, that's in the uh, sanitizer. So I'll be looking for me. I'll be looking for some oh, cool. 60 percent plus alcohol uh, <laughs> sanitizer and I will have me my little sanitizer around me and I will be sanitizing all day long uh, to do that. But I think, you know, there's precautionary measures. There's just way too much money on the table to uh, to, to, to make a decision to cancel the event, in my opinion. He's um, I just I was looking at the checks. But I, from what I got inside too, like you, more than likely you'll probably happen is a lot of the mania events probably be canceled. I don't see mania itself being canceled, but like you said, that's a lot of money. That's millions of dollars on the line. Events, you got Florida. The, you got to think, whenever a city hosts hosts WrestleMania, like the Super Bowl, that's a lot of money that city and that yes, state sir. makes. You know, the Super Bowl just was in Miami, January. Mm-hmm. And then you have WrestleMania in Tampa this year. Mm-hmm. And next year, Super Bowl is going to be in Tampa. So that's a lot of money at stake. So we'll just see. I mean, Coachella, one of the biggest music festivals ever, is canceled because of coronavirus. Um, uh, any video game fans, E3. Is on the way about being canceled. You have um, E E E Triple C Emerald City um, Comic Con is canceled. Mm-hmm. They're doing like a virtual thing. <clears throat> um, one of my employees, he lives in Georgia, so some of the school districts there is being shut down. Mm-hmm. San Antonio just had like a uh, issue. So, uh, and then a good friend of mine, um, Lady M, uh, nickname we gave her. She, she's a nurse and. She just texted me today and was telling me that they're now offering people about $5,000 wow. uh, to be basically like a guinea pig. Or I mean, she's not, but she was saying there's studies going on. They'll pay you $5,000 to basically be like a guinea pig for wow. the corona. But I, I don't see it. Wash your hands. We all work. If you work at a computer, and I'm an IT professional as well, over 15 years, there is... Ten times more germs at a computer desk. Oh gosh, yes. Than yeah. it is on the toilet seat. Yeah. Everywhere we go is germs. You hold a handle, you hold a doorknob, you touch a standboard, you go to you go to any, any public restaurant, any public <laughs> restaurant, right? Any public restaurant. The menus, the yes. menus, the menus are terrible. The restaurant yeah. are so filthy. Mm-hmm. So you know, you just. Yep. Just any of the container bottles, like container if, bottles, if there's right. like ketchup or mustard or anything like that, they don't right. wipe that stuff off. Yeah. Holding the, holding the, yeah. And, and I hate, and, and you know this, Chris, I hate, uh, of course, I pump gas. We don't live in Jersey. Shout out to my family in Jersey where they don't have to pump gas at all. Someone, oh. someone, someone gets the pump. Someone gets the pump. Someone gets the pump. Preferential treatment. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
I ain't touching the, the handle of a gas pump. And then we all touching our faces. I ain't eating. And so pray, hand sanitizer. There you go. Uh, there's a funny video of, uh, this kind of funny, of a lady. Um, I'll send it to you. I think I sent it to you, Chris. Uh, mm. Of a lady that put her kid was wrapped up in a trash bag. Yeah, oh my God. That was so extra. That was just so extra. Yeah. (laughs) That was so extra. But Uh, with the the election years, I'll let you know 2004 was SARS. SARS, 2008 was uh, Avalian. Mm. 2010 was the Swine Flea. 2012 was MERS. 2014 was Ebola. 2016 was Zika. 2018 Mm. was Ebola. Now you got the corona. Yep. Then you also got H1N1. You got Disney herpes, yep. all this other stuff, anthrax. Yep. Um, Elvis just yep. said in Colorado, 17 cases have been confirmed. Uh, I was in Colorado last year. Um, mm. Lovely place. But we'll see, brother. I mean, mm. you have to right. watch Mania at that place. It might just be in the bubble. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> got to be the wrestlers coming out and <laughs> fighting in the a bubble, bubble wrap, bubble wrap, saran wrap, ziplock bags. Right. But, uh, 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 Marissa said, "Why you keep making? Why do they keep making matches? They're going to cancel it. I mean, Vince, listen, Vince is going to keep going. I mean, why not? You know, what I mean, like it's it not definite. It's not definite, and they're supposed to be meeting on Thursday to cancel the WrestleMania events." So unless it's just a wide shutdown of the city, I, I doubt that WrestleMania is going to be canceled. They're canceled. They'll just may make precautionary measures to cancel the week WrestleMania week events, which Hall of Fame, um, SmackDown, um, you know, things like that. <clears throat> but again, um, you know, the, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll just have to wait and see Thursday and then maybe you know, maybe Vince is like, "Look, I, I'm I'm losing out way too much money. I'm gonna spend these next three weeks trying to find another building, and I will get my plane ticket switched over <laughs> to to yeah. another to another city. Uh, so that's that's what I will do. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think um, essentially, I don't think there's nothing to worry about. To be honest with you, um, I, I really, I really don't think there's nothing to be worried about. Uh, there was another. Uh, yeah, people are saying different <laughs> diseases that was around, uh, different things. So, yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, let's talk about the third and last one. Nia Jack set to return back uh, to in reaction after recovering from double knee surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, she did make an interesting uh comment recently saying stating that uh he's like well i I guess i'll go back to being a model so you can read you know in between that there's been some talks that she's been cleared for a little while now she started training back going back to the pc in december so it's been you know three months uh i mean i guess you know they don't have anything to do with her they don't have any way to use her right now now does she was she a part of the draft? Because she she got the surgery in April. I don't think so she's a part of the draft at all. Yeah, I don't think she's a free agent. So she really can yeah. pop up anywhere she wants. I did. I, I do think I saw Tamina. I know she was like 24-7 champ for a hot sec. I mean, I, mm. honestly, I really think that they should go back to 
Nia Jackson, Tamina being a team. I mean, I really think that they have the opportunity to be because the thing is, they they Tamina is one of the most poorly used uh, superstars in history. She's great. She's so good in the ring. Yeah, she's she's a second generation. Yeah, and I'm just like just because she's over forty, you think she's like forty two? Yeah, somewhere what? Yeah, and she looks good. She can move. I think people. I think they should make her really. Everybody I, I somebody said uh shout out to Shane. I think he said he was watching uh uh he's he's at the hospital uh watching this. Listen, oh man, it's like the epidemic. So are you visiting the hospital yeah, or visiting are, you, are you actually in the hospital um for something, Shane? So let, let us know about that. Um Nina, man, she she looked good, she can work. I mean, and, and she just keep that's now you talk about DLC. She just download yeah <laughs> for two weeks. Yeah. Oh, she's been in so many different things. I mean, they've her and Tamina, her, her and AJ, uh, AJ, then yeah. her, her and uh, uh, Nia Jax twice yeah. in the tag team. Yep. It's like yeah. then she showed up and she. Uh, come on, and then, yeah. then you can and always started, tell with the Usos. Remember, she uh, right, yeah, the Usos. And, Usos. Yeah. and you can always tell they're not confident in how she looks because they never do zoom in shots on her face, mm. it's always mm. far away. Mm-hmm. That's what anybody like you, especially with women, because it's all about looks. So, right, if you don't, you, you can look at Trish, Alexa, Paige, anybody with Sasha, mm-hmm. Charlotte, you know, anything you zoom in. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And then, right? And to me, it's like, oh, watch that. Yeah. It's really like 10. So. Yeah, really interesting. Oh, he's visiting his dad. He said. Uh, oh, you're visiting uh, your dad. Yeah, so we wish your dad well. Yes, yes. Prayers your go well, to man. your dad. Um, um, prayers go to your dad. Um, Shane. All right. Uh, let's go. Um to Raw and SmackDown review. Again, I don't have much to say about this. Really, I, mean, I really don't have much to say about Raw and SmackDown. The mouse. Let's do a few. Let's do a few trivia questions. Let's do a little fun because we're going to just. I mean, zoom through Raw and SmackDown, and we're going to talk about the play of the week. Let Let's do some Raw. Let's do some uh, some trivia real quick. Here's the first trivia question speaking of macho man were the mega who were the mega powers competing against when i turn on hulk hogan that hot dog and grandstanding son of a gun backstage in 1989 who were the mega powers competing against when the macho man turned on Hulk Hogan backstage with I, Macho Man. And, and funny news, I had this debate last week on my show. Real quick, I said about how when a wrestler is over, anything they do can get over. They can do the most simplest thing and they'll get over. And I said, for instance, uh, I'm about Orange Cassie. Look how over he is. Kid case of cosplaying as him. <clears throat> he can do anything and it's over. Same way with The Rock. And yeah. I said, look at the rock's finishing move, a people's elbow. It doesn't hurt. She yeah. runs and stops. Yeah. And and, and drops. And he barely the elbow. even hits him. He barely yeah. hits him. <laughs> and he wins. Yeah. And 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 I would say that uh somebody was like, Well, he's two hundred he runs and stops, pauses, yeah. does momentum, 
Yeah. He drops an elbow, he which stops. never really connects. And just, yeah, just. But yeah. it's over because the rock is so over. It's That's right. the same way with Orange Cassidy had a friend to be. If Orange Cassidy's over, you got kids, everybody's seen him, you got shirts. He could do anything. And I said, even with Jerry Lawler, look how over he is. And he's moving a fist drop off the second rope. Yeah. He's well, he had a main pile driver, though. Oh yeah, the power job was great. Yeah, you know, yeah. the, the, everybody sees. You know, yeah, he he do the strap, pull the strap down, down and beat him. Yeah, just to the <laughs> He's like seventy-eight years old doing this. Not Lala's cool. I, I'm cool with Lala. Good dude. Mm. Um, um, Saint Delete Brian Christopher was good people too. Yeah. So, uh, anything you do can be over. I mean, Piper did a eye poke. Yeah. Remember that is in the video games you yeah, did your little eye poke. Eye poke and then the schoolboy. Yeah, school so. <laughs> yep. Uh good job, Shane. The Mega Bucks, Ted DiBiase and Andre the Giants. Andre the Giants was a part of some good sad teams, man. The Mega Bucks, Colossal Collection. Actually, uh actually Legend. that's uh not true. That is not correct. Uh that's that's uh you're 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 right, Evan, but that's not correct. So someone someone come up with uh Someone come up with the right answer. That it was not the correct answer. Good choice. The good good try though. Good try though, Shane. But it was not the mega bucks. <laughs> yeah, Shane. Jay Lola's fireball was about a yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> all right. Looks like I stumped you all. Uh perfect and rude. No, <laughs> definitely wasn't perfect and rude. Um, all right. Looks like I stumped y'all. Come on. Where's the Where's the wrestling scholars at? Where's the wrestling encyclopedia? They call they call me the wrestling encyclopedia. Yeah, both of us. I um, even throw one in there. What 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 move was the original Rude Awakening? Uh, I remember you asked this before, and I don't think anybody. No knew. one got it. Yeah. No uh, one got it. All right, wait, so wait. Uh, Twin what Towers. What's up, Mo? Let me guess. Please. It was the Twin Towers, guys. It was the Twin Towers. I was expecting it to be a lot less than lot less time than that. Uh, here we go. Owen Hart teamed with who to form high energy? High energy. Well, yeah, we should dress up like them. Let them Talk about their cosplay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. Who 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 was it? Who was it? Who was it? Hey Mo, uh, Shane got it right. Coco, beware. Yep. There you go. Hey Mo, who was that creepy looking chick that was in AEW Dark? The one that was licking the girl's ear. Who was that? I don't know if you saw that picture, uh, uh Chris. Uh no, I did not. I, yeah. Uh, so Brian, the reverse netbreaker was the second, was the most infamous the version. First one was the DDT. First one was the DDT. Mm-hmm. First, I knew you knew. You know, you know, we like two encyclopedias. So Jake, DDT. Hey Robert, ugh. <laughs> remember that? Ugh. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Remember he used to go for the ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh next question what was monty brown's finishing move called monty brown's one of my all-time favorites called remember he was marcus corvine yes whatever that was going down 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 call me smooth you know i i that was that that song was so funny 
You're not playing that song. I, no, I, I, I can't it. play it because I will get pinged. But I no, really, I really want to play it. Any a weekend. Do you, I know you. I will wake up in the morning. Yes. Do that. I will pray. I will read my Bible and I'll play Marcus Corvon. <laughs> I, 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 will, I will blast the Pac-Man Jones TNA thing. Better yet, I will go worse. I will blast the band TNA thing. Oh <laughs> man. It was it was oh. like such a generic sounding. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, man. Yes, uh, uh, it was it was it was terrible. There uh, right. you go, Elvis, Mo, Shane, right. but I like uh, Robbie's the best though. The pals, period. Speaking <laughs> of which, I'll say uh, coming up on my show. I know he's been busy delay. Uh, Don West, uh, ten, former nice. team announced to be on, on my show soon, but uh, it's the pay like all week. Oh, just pay just so fast. Just so fast. Imagine him in Marlboro. Mamma Mia. Oh, oh wow. Marlboro NFT. It's the best here. It's the pay like. It's the best. Oh, man. I'll be here. I just need an arrogance. Adam McCole with that music. It's got to be so fast, so strong, so furious. Oh, no adjectives. Which uh, pay-per-view did Mark Henry defeat Randy Orton to become world heavyweight champion? Oh, I forgot about that. Which pay-per-view did uh, Randy Orton, did uh, Mark Henry, or as Tony Atlas say, Mark Henry? Mark Henry. Mark Henry. Henry or Henry. Ladies and gentlemen, i like to present to you Mark Henry. <laughs> 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 the one, uh, the only, the world's strongest Mark, man, Mark, Mark Henry. Henry. <laughs> <laughs> it said, it said when you do a quick, random three minutes, uh, three second segment of Tony Atlas is more <laughs> entertaining than Raw SmackDown. Illumination Chamber. <laughs> so some people uh, say, uh, nope. Number Slam. No mercy. Nope. Nope. In your house. And in your house, deadly. You should bring that back. (laughs) It might be in your house for real with the coronavirus. There'll be there'll be something right there. True. Empty arena match. Empty arena WrestleMania. Gosh. Empty arena (laughs) matches were. Oh man. I remember that thing. Kurt Angle TNA (laughs) empty arena match. That was oh yuck. Oh man. Uh. Okay. Looks like I stumped y'all. PNP Nation. What? I am not getting the correct answer. Which pay-per-view did Mark Henry defeat Randy Orton to become World Heavyweight Champion? We don't have much time left. We only got 10 minutes left. You guys are going to give me the right answer or no? That's the second one I've stumped you. Nope, 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 nope. All the ones I see is incorrect. Incorrect, PNP Nation. Come on. Come on. All right. Love Armageddon. (laughs) <laughs> the end is here. <laughs> yeah, that thing was cool. Oh, that was the same. The long, I like that. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the, the longest year. day to begin with. The so end is here. Those uh, um, those vignettes were always good too. Don't like, forget Deadly Game. Yeah, I remember Deadly. Yeah, <laughs> I remember Deadly Game. Deadly, Deadly Game. Um. Yeah, I remember all those. Those were pretty cool. Okay, no, 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 none of y'all. Fist, remember. Fist of Blood, Mooney in the Bank. 
All right. Night of champions, y'all. Night of champions. Night of champions. All right. Last uh, trivia question for the Knights. Um, <laughs> I can replace with Corey Graves and make WWE more interesting. <laughs> Thanks, Robbie. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Last question of the last uh, trivia question of the night. What type of match was Roddy Piper versus Mr. T at WrestleMania 2? Roddy Piper versus Mr. T at WrestleMania 2. What do y'all have? Roddy Piper versus Mr. T. All right, there you go, Elvis. A boxing match. Thanks, Mr. Elvis. Match. Good job, Elvis. Shane, I see you got it too. Good job, y'all. <clears throat> Good trivia for tonight. All right, uh, just let's just do grades for Raw and SmackDown. I really don't care about two. I really don't care too much. Raw, about, D. Uh, you got it right. You got it right. Alma, out of champions. There you go. Okay, oh, she did. Okay. Uh, I think. Did you do it afterwards though? Because this this, okay, comment, this this comment was before yours, Alma. Uh, and that was after I said it. Did I miss it? Did I miss it, Alma? Because I don't see it. Not of champions. I see. I see SummerSlam up here, and nobody didn't see it. So I must have missed it. Uh, all right. Great for Raw and SmackDown, y'all. Raw and SmackDown. SmackDown C minus. Talking about <laughs> really uh, leading up to. Oh, <clears throat> we forgot. Let's talk about Undertaker out of shape, showing up wearing a black T-shirt again. <laughs> like he didn't even wear his outfit. This was a black T-shirt and black yeah. pajama pants. Yeah, he's he's. he's... And he keeps show slamming AJ. This match makes no sense. No. Nope. Uh, yeah. I said boxing first, and then she said it. Oh, okay, so okay, so okay, got it. So you got the boxing match right. Got it. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Boxing. All right. Cool. <clears throat> cool. Cool. Uh, you were going to RAW, but you're glad you didn't show up. All right, that's that pretty much sums <laughs> RAW sums up RAW together. Mo Mo's an avid wrestling fan. You didn't like Edge? Go to Raw, but he didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like the Edge segment. Old man Edge. Okay. I like the Edge segment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, next week's headline, AEW subsidiary of WWE and Shane is actually running behind the scenes and Connors is the higher figure. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, that would be hilarious. But that's, that's, not not, that's not. Because Shane, he's only been off uh, the... Um, yeah, he's only AEW started over a year ago. Started January of uh, well, wait, the TV started October. October. Yeah, right yeah and I think yeah. Shane stopped being on TV around that time. Um, but I think it was after though. I think he was still feuding with uh, Kevin Owens or or yes. another. <clears throat> yes, Mo Money the Bank is here in Baltimore in May. Okay. Uh, actually, it's busy because uh, best in the world. No, I'm sorry, I said wrong. Ring of Honor, uh, the War of the Worlds. Okay. If I'm right, was the best in the world. Uh, War best the, in War the, the world, world is one of the biggest. Uh, it's one of the biggest. Uh, best in the world is usually in May, I believe. Yeah, best um, in the world is here. Um, here in Baltimore, and then Money in the Bank is also here in May. So. Uh, June, June. Let me see. Let me look for you. 
one of them one of the worst in the world um is in uh uh catonsville yeah hey hey yep five minutes from my house mm-hmm. so yes best in the world and may will be here and money to bet will be here so one of the top three wrestling cities of all time, Baltimore Maryland. If you don't believe it, look up the book Baltimore. Great American Bash. Great American Bash in yeah. WA. Bruno. June nineteenth. June nineteenth. Uh, in uh, Baltimore. Uh, yeah, the BC Event Center. Uh, well, best in the world's in June. Uh, Money in the May. bank. Uh, May. It it goes back. Yeah, it's on May tenth. Yeah, it's usually there's been times it's been in June. It, it just kind of flip flops. Um, but yeah, that's on May tenth. So, <clears throat> yeah, all right. Well, grades, guys. Grades, grades, grades. What y'all think? Grades for Raw and SmackDown, real quick, because I don't. I'm, we're gonna jump right into the fight of the week. Um, how did how did how did it feel to see uh, a pay per view of none of the world champions showing up? Yeah, none of the world champions. Uh, <laughs> but you saw. The, well, here's the funny part: the, the same world. People complaining that it was like a B. It was a, it, uh, it was a B star show. There wasn't any stars. Huh? Interesting. And uh, there was no Roman Reigns, the person you complain about all the time. Not you, but people. Yeah, I got uh, Goldberg. Oh, part timer. Oh, Brock Lesnar, part timer. Oh man, I didn't like this pay per view because it wasn't. It wasn't any star power. Oh, interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, B minus for Elvis. <clears throat> uh, Kyle says Gronk is close to a deal with WWE. That would be interesting. They may may bring Mojo Raleigh out of a slump. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> Raw C, SmackDown C+. Plus. Brian C and C, uh, uh, CNC Music Factory. <laughs> uh, Barry Cedric again. Yeah, he, he had a Twitter. really interesting t- Twitter. Yeah, Homer Simpson. Yeah, I saw that. Um, let's see. Marissa, Raw B, SmackDown B. All right. Cool. Yeah, Raw. Um, Black Rollins and then the, the eight man that was just a boy. Um, MVP's the MVP Edge thing was cool. Lastly, just beating the snot out of uh, out of Zack Ryder that was pointless. And then uh, McIntyre Rowan, yeah. and then Kabuki Wars beating Natalia and Liv Morgan. What that was, uh, yeah. I give Raw about a Mysterio and Garza was a good match. Um, C minus. Yeah. Really. Did you ever think? Did you ever think the time will come mm-hmm. where Wednesday nights would be more exciting than Mondays and Fridays? Yeah. Like you look yeah, forward Tuesday to Wednesdays. Nights. Big shout out to Elvis. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, you guys. Power Slam was April. <clears throat> Thank you, Elvis. You, man. Yeah, you got two. Well, Tuesday nights, of course, because of P and P. Under the Matt Radio, you also got AEW Dark, you got NWO Power, Power. and then you got you got uh Wednesdays with NXT and AEW, yeah. Um, SmackDown was was whack too, yeah. I was, I mean, I was probably like D, yeah. I mean, boy, Apollo Crews got, got beat again. 
Yeah, unfortunately. Don't they all? Cedric, Apollo Cruz, Ricochet. Apollo Cruz. Hmm, truly amazing. Ugh. But what is uh, Lashley doing? They should have ended Raw with the Edge Jordan and Peanut tag match. I can dig that. I, th- I think that, yeah, I like it. I like that. That's a good idea. All right, we only got a few minutes. Let's do it for the week. Here we go. It is now time for the flavor of the week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into this flavor of the week. So the flavor of the week is, was WrestleMania really that bad? WrestleMania 27. What do y'all think, y'all? We got a few more minutes. Was WrestleMania 27 Really? Oh, that I, bad? oh, I was there. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Brock went his 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 fitted jeans. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Oh, that was a bad. That mania just was so cold and Michael Cole and Lawler. And the oh, oh, that was horrible. Oh my god. And it lasted terrible. so long. I mean. Triple H and Undertaker match was okay. Yeah, it was. Other than that, I can't even remember what all happened. Man. Um, so you had Sheamus beating DB in a dark lumberjack. Yeah, it was no contest. Lumberjack no, match, no contest. Close, no contest. Four minutes and nineteen seconds. Mm-hmm. Kali won by eliminating Sheamus in a battle royal. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> First match was Edge defeating Del Rio. That was okay. Uh, Brian said it was forgettable. It was. I agree. Oh, that Colin Lawler match. Yeah, that was terrible. Um, Cody defeating Ray. Actually, I was pretty. That was a good match. Uh, I was pretty surprised about that because that was uh, Cody won. That was the Cody with the mask. Uh, that, that's when Cody Ray. really started getting over. So that mm-hmm. was uh, hey hey. That, Cody. Was, the, that was the paper bag, uh, Cody. That was a good match. Yeah. What's up, Cody? Uh, good, to, good to have you with us, man. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a paper bag. That was a uh, paper bag, Cody. That was actually one of his best uh, gimmicks. Uh, Big Show Kane, Kofi, and Santino oh. defeating the core. Oh, yuck. I I'm, cool. I'm cool with Zeke. I'm, I'm real cool with Zeke. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, I should ask him what his thoughts was. I'm sure he felt good of having a WrestleMania spot, but I, I'm interested to see uh, when he was on the show before. We didn't talk about the the core. Um, I'm interested to see what he thought about the core. Uh, but that I, the core was just such a ripoff. Uh, for one and for two, that was weird. Big Show, Kane, Kofi Kingston, and Santino. Whoa. <clears throat> um. What an odd pairing, uh, an odd uh, concoction there. Orton uh, beating Punk clean, singles match. Uh, forgettable. Yeah, man. And then Cole beating Lawler, uh, Austin as the referee. Austin comes to save the day with these matches. Uh, he's Austin the best referee. Yeah. <laughs> Austin. Uh, yeah. Marissa thinks there's been worse WrestleManias. Not many. I think WrestleMania 9 is probably worse. And 11, 11 is probably worse. Yeah. 13 wasn't that big good either. Uh, yeah, 13 was in. Eh. Uh, WrestleMania 3 wasn't good either. 13, 13, had the, yeah. 13 had my allied powers on it, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the beginning. Did go against the Blue Brothers? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Blue? 
AK, the Harris twins, the Harris brothers. Just watch that match and uh, 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 Austin um, and Brett. That's it. Oh, that must have been 11. 13 was the Headbangers defeating Furnace and LaFon Godwins and the New Black Jacks in a uh, <clears throat> number one contenders match. So, yeah, that was 13. 11 was, I think, the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like Powers. It was. Yeah, I like Powers against the Blue yeah. Brothers. Yeah. Uh, all right. So. Taker against Trip, uh, no holes barred. That almost went in a half hour. Remember, oh, I think okay. he won. He he won with the uh, Hell's Gate, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, the uh, Google yeah. Plot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool to see your name in the Flavor of the Week video. Oh, that's cool. That's that's cool, Gabriel. Yeah, your name is. Uh, I didn't. I didn't even notice. That's cool. Good stuff, man. Uh. Yeah, right? I think he won with the Gogo Plata that year. Correct me if I'm yeah. wrong with PMP Nation, but I think he won think he with the Gogo Plata. Yeah. That <clears throat> um, the only thing saving the bad WrestleMania is the Hall of Fame ceremony. I don't. I think this is shaping up to be one of the best WrestleManias in a long time. I think the card is super stacked. I, I'm I'm loving it. I, I I haven't been this excited about a WrestleMania in a long time, honestly. Um. Morrison, Snooki, and Trish defeating Ziggler. Like, cool. This was the one where uh, uh, who was it? I think Trish uh, threw shade on Morrison and then uh, didn't celebrate or something like that because yeah, yeah, it was something. Um, I forgot what it was, but there was some shade between I think Trish and uh, and Morrison. Uh, that was uh, really, really. Uh, <laughs> Really interesting. Uh, matter of fact, I forgot yeah. what the backstory about that was. Um, it was something to do with Morrison throwing shade on Trish. Something like that. Coming back, I forgot. I forgot what it was. I'm sure I can find it real quick. Um. Yeah, I, I, but I remember it was something crazy. Uh, of why she threw shade on uh Don Morrison uh that year. I'm looking it up real quick. Do you uh, think that this mania is going to be WrestleMania 33? Even though WrestleMania 33 is this filler and it doesn't never really happen. So, real everything... quick, uh, say that again. I'm sorry, go ahead. Do you think this mania can be 33? Because 33 never happened, remember. Right, That's an came universe back. Now. I think so. Taker I, came back. I think it can because at the end of the day, you'll have you should have, which probably will happen most likely. You'll have Drew McIntyre holding up the belt, pointing uh, at the WrestleMania, pointing and holding up the belt and fireworks. That'll be the fireworks moment. Will be Drew McIntyre beating uh, Brock Lesnar at the end. So that'll be a, a good way to end WrestleMania for sure. Be better than last year. Um, uh, yes, that's going to matter because 33 yeah. was in another universe. I mean, seeing us, yeah. Nikki Becky was last year, and it was just a weird way to end it. It was, it was we were tired, yeah. Go. It was like, yeah, he was in pain, super long. All right, real quick. Uh, Trish Stratus recalls backstage argument with John Morrison at WrestleMania 27, cold shoulder. Okay, <laughs> so okay, so yeah, she went, uh, she was on Lila Garcia's podcast, talked about it last year. Uh, so Morrison cold shoulder to her at WrestleMania, 
so she didn't really talk to my so she didn't really talk with Melina for years over the incident because uh, they were dating at the time until recently. I've been made made up. So the incident happened at WrestleMania after winning. This is from 401 Mania. I uh, give them a shout out for writing this. Uh, this incident happened at WrestleMania when after winning a six person tag team match with the Jersey Sore uh, with Snooki, uh, Stratus went to raise Morrison's hand. However, he point he ignored her and walked to the other side of Snooki. Uh, he, and he did the same thing in the uh, tag match with her against Ziggler and Vicky the next night on Raw. <laughs> uh, so they, so they had a literal conversation in the back. Is what they said. They had an. Uh, it wasn't a little conversation. Actually, it was the first time I actually like we were passionately talking about it. <laughs> they, uh, he said, basically, I was like, you just stole a moment from a performance. Whatever you feel about me, maybe you think you're not cool with me, which is fine. I don't mind, but we're performing, and tonight we're partners. And the crowd was excited about us as a team and uh, as a partnership. And you've taken that moment from the fans. Interesting. So Morrison was the one who threw shade on Trish because of uh, Melina. So very, very interesting. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I guess uh, according to the PNP Nation, uh, WrestleMania 37 was that bad. So 27. Uh, WrestleMania 27, 37. 37, 37 is on, on par of being really good, actually. You probably get a lot of rains. That's what uh, it's been teased so far, which ought to be. I'd be, I mean, that's that's marquee all, all over the place. Yeah. Rock and rain. And we'll finally, we'll finally get tickets. Thing. No. That's no, not gonna happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. Not happen, man. <laughs> I'm not giving up. <laughs> no, I don't want it. See how the thing is. I don't want it to happen. You may not want it. Then it might happen, brother. We look. No, it, it would. No, no, it would happen a long time ago. Look. Like Taker and Sting wrestle in the same WrestleMania. <laughs> they wrestle in the same WrestleMania. Yeah, they wrestled like at was, 31, and they like didn't wrestle weird. each other. It's <laughs> like purpose. it was. Just like it was weird in 19 that you had Hogan, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Brock Lesnar, and Triple H. Wow. Which is the second GOAT mania. The GOAT mania is always 17, up and oh, down. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's 19. Yeah, 19. And after that, it's like debatable. I like three just because of the, you know, just because of the, the, the point. But, uh, but beginning to end, though, that was not a great mania. WrestleMania three. No, no, I mean the first the last like, two ten were very good. Right, but <laughs> was, beginning to end it was pretty good. But like no, seventeen yeah. and nineteen beginning to end was great. Well, the segments with seventeen, you know, were oh, this by itself amazing. Like right oh before. my gosh, they were amazing. Uh, yeah, awesome. Uh, Cody says he doesn't want to see. Uh, gets the nice walk. Hey, uh, hey, hey. I don't want to see Taker even wrestle anymore. It gets increasingly painful to watch. My baby see, Sting is the goat, goat man. Sting is, is, is goat. in good shape, unlike my man. Taker. He is. Sting is in good shape. Yeah. Taker's number two on my American list. He's up behind Sting. Yeah. Taker's not in good. He he. Did you see what Taker wore? I he did. wore a undershirt and pants. <laughs> and I'm yeah. on Taker. Yeah, and how do right. we, and why would we care? If, uh, two weeks in a row, we seen AJ get choked, and I'm friends with AJ. You know, that's my man. We cool. 
Yeah, that's still so weird. To me. Yeah. So why would we care about the match? If we here's the here's the deal, and we're going to close with this. If we didn't see Taker versus Sting at thirty one, we're not going to see Taker versus. You Taker. really want to see that with the sun out? And I, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to see it at all, actually. And, and well, again, again, I say if if WWE would have done a better job with. I mean, things to go to me. I can't just have my boy just lose. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, like if if WWE would have done a better job with 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 booking Sting since he's been here, I would be cool with it. I'd be cool with Sting. I would be cool with it for sure. But they've done such a terrible, terrible job booking Sting altogether, and yeah. that would be another loss. And his WWE career would already it's already bad. It would be terrible. Yeah. So and Ross already called out on it too and said that recently. Yeah, so, yeah, it was it was it was a bad call to have him lose yeah. to Triple H. It'd be worse than Marlon, uh, Cole because I was there for that. That was bad, but to me, heart heartfelt wise, Sting losing yeah. to Triple H was terrible. It was it was horrible. Oh, Absolutely horrible. Right, all for off to set up for a match that never happened in the year. Chris Featherstone had a tear in his eye. Had a tear in my eye. <laughs> it was a it was Maybe a bad tear. Like, uh, it, was a, it was a bad tear. According to Flair, uh, it was the greatest moment in his life, but it was one of the worst moments of my professional wrestling fandom for uh, sure. So. All right, y'all. It's been a pleasure. 200, uh, 400. I said 800 the first time. Four, 200, 400. Listen, 415 episodes in the books, ladies and gentlemen. A big shout out to uh <laughs> big shout out to Kid Cash. Awesome interview today. On behalf of my boy, Evan Tech Prout, uh, I am Chris Featherstone, and hope you enjoyed 415. Go check it out in the archives or with Crave Wrestling. Hey, subscribe to the Crave Wrestling Facebook page. I mean, I get thousands of listeners here, uh, a ton of people uh, on, on the audio. I just, I mean, I solely, amazingly appreciate the support. Thank you so much, everybody. And we still got a really good number here. It's even now. It's after one o'clock in the morning Eastern time. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to close there. But be sure to subscribe to the Pancakes and Power Sam show on um, uh, on uh, YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Crave Wrestling. Crave Wrestling YouTube. Hit that sub for me. Um, hit that sub. I would definitely appreciate it. And, of course, Patreon for those who have uh for those after three months you get a pnp shirt regular logo after six months you become a member of the wrench mob and you get a personalized wrench mob shirt that i will be wearing at wrestlemania so big fun big fun appreciate you all all right ladies and gentlemen uh 450 episodes in the books until next week ladies and gentlemen uh enjoy your week of wrestling god bless and always remember I'd do it for you. Have a good night, everybody. God bless. Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.